Welcome to another episode of Yesterday's Capers. I'm Abdullah Molim and every week I'll be bringing you the very best shows from the past that the world has to offer. We're going back to school this month and we start with words and pictures and alphabet castle. And we take a special look at Schoolhouse Rock, the educational program that helped millions of kids with their maths, science and taught them all about history and civics. So let's get started. And joining me as ever, it's producer Paul. Hey man, how's it going? Yeah, I'm I'm all right. I mean, we've got to start with Chadwick Boseman, I think. Yeah, yeah. What a tragedy, man! Like living for with cancer for four years and not telling any. Well, not telling the public. It's yeah, because he was he had colon cancer, and I think he was doing chemo and. And everything whilst he was doing all of those amazing films. Like obviously Black Panther, he was in the Avengers. Yeah. Playing prominent roles in in all of them. Cause I you know what, I was actually awake when it when the news kind of broke. Oh really? Yeah. So it was one of those things where because I'm I've been fasting, so around about half three, four o'clock is when I was kind of awake anyway. Yeah, yeah, and so I'm just flickering on Twitter as as you do at that time of night, and then I see I think someone was saying, "Oh, rest in power, Chadwick Boseman." I'm like, "What?" And then I kind of like just see a a statement from his Twitter account, and like my stomach, I felt like it just hit the floor. Yeah, such like a I was shock, stunned, absolutely like. This this isn't real. Like I was stunned, like speechless. Like what? How? How? Like it? It, it did. It didn't like compute in my head. It didn't. Yeah, it was just one of those. You just yeah, you're just stunned. I don't even know what to say now. Yeah, like, I was gonna say I don't know what to say. It's just like it came out of the blue. Like, well, for us it did. Obviously, as the, yeah. the general public, and um, yeah, really, what a what a loss what a loss yeah i mean obviously he was incredible as t'challa in in black panther i personally loved him in 42 which is the jackie robinson biopic yeah i thought he was outstanding in that role i started watching that the other day actually um i only got past the first like title sequence thing but um I yeah. started it, and that was just out of the blue. I didn't even didn't mean mean to watch it. No, it's it's it's, it's a really good film. It might actually be my favorite um, Chadwick Boseman film. Actually, to be honest, he's really good in that. Yeah, one thing I did see was Lewis Hamilton did. Um, he he got pole position um, for the Grand Prix, and he said um, he said rest in peace. Dedicated the the pole position for. Chad uh, Chadwick, and then when he got out of the car, he did Wakanda Forever. So I was oh, like, "Oh, that's that's, that's quite that's cool. a nice touch." Yeah, that's that's definitely a nice touch. And I think The Five Bloods as well is a, it's a film that a lot of people have talked about. I'll probably uh, go and check that out. But um, no, yeah, definitely Wakanda Forever. Like uh, Chadwick, you've you're an, an incredible actor, and yeah. Salute to you, King. Salute. So uh, let's uh, let's start with uh, words and pictures. 
And so we're going back to October 1970. That was when the first the show first came out. I think that was probably the first. The that was probably the first wet play. <laughs> well, you think they were letting kids out? No, I think like pre nineteen seventy. If it was October, I reckon the first wet play, and they had to watch words of pictures, and that started an institution. Perhaps, perhaps. So some of the things happening in the world. Soviet author Alexander Solzhenitsyn was announced as the winner of the Nobel Prize in Literature, but would not be allowed to leave the Soviet Union in order to accept the award. The Union of Soviet Writers, who had expelled Solzhenitsyn in 1968, said in a statement in the Soviet newspaper Izvestia that it is deplorable that the Nobel Committee allowed itself to be drawn into an unseemly game prompted by speculative political considerations. Fiji became an independent nation. Former world heavyweight boxing champion Muhammad Ali, who had been stripped of his title after refusing to enter military service, began his comeback in his first fight since 1967, defeating Jerry Quarry in the third round of a 15-round bout in Atlanta. Joan Crawford's final film, which was the low-budget horror picture Trog, opens in theatres. And Woodstock by Matthews Southern Comfort was number one in the charts. So uh, Words and Pictures, which was a British children's literacy television program, which aired as part of BBC Schools starting in 1970. It began as a spin-off from the BBC Schools program Look and Read, which was already providing the same type of practice and encouragement for older children. And the first series was presented by Gabrielle Wolf and set in an attic full of toys who had adventures related to phonics. And it was meant to cater for younger children and allow teachers to do some follow-up work in the classroom in between. And uh, the second series started airing weekly and the format and presenter changed. And the second series was about a young man called Sam Samson, who was played by Tony Robinson who daydreams about an island inhabited by boffs, and the series was later repeated as Sam on Boffs Island. In 1975, Henry Wolfe took over as presenter, with the setting changing to a bookshop. He was assisted by an aniform puppet character named Charlie and a magic pencil who would describe and show how to form the letter using a rhyme with each letter, and the series contained a story in each episode along with songs and rhymes. In the 1990s, the program was presented by Stuart Bradley and a cat puppet called Nutmeg, who would operate a word processor. And the series also contained footage from the outside world and reintroduced the magic pencil after a 12-year absence, as it wrote in the small case letters. And in 1993, Michael Hobbs was the presenter of the show, and it was based again in the studio and colored letters were written in the magic pencil for the first time to join the white ones. And so Sophie Aldred was then presenter and she was brought back again due to her popularity. And she actually continued to present the show and she's probably the presenter that I remember a lot as a, as a kid in terms of words and pictures. And the last series was set in a lighthouse and Sophie Aldred is visited by Sid the Seagull, Salty Sam the Sailor, and Colin the Clam, as well as actors who would read the storybooks. 
a remake of Words and Pictures with the subtitle Fun and Phonics was launched on CBeebies in 2006. And the series was made up of short four-minute episodes, each concentrating on one particular letter sound. And the two presenters were Pui Fan Lee, who played Poe in the Teletubbies, and William Van Der Poy. So, yeah, overall, the presenters. So it started off with Gabrielle Wolf in 1970, then Tony Robinson took over in 1972, Henry Wolf joined in 1975. Vicky Ireland, who was the longest running presenter, was in 1982. Stuart Bradley in 1990. And then Sophie Aldridge, who initially started in 92 to 93 and then came back by popular demand. And then Michael Hobbs was was after her. And then Paul Ewing in 99. And then Pui Fan Lee and William Van Der Poy were the last two presenters. So, words and pictures. This this show was like I I got this mixed up in my head with um, Alphabet Castle. How? Um, but I think it's because they were kind of like interchangeable wet play videos or like videos. I never watched watching... Alphabet Castle in wet play. We I just we... remember words and pictures, and I remember like yeah, like I said, you know how I was saying in the notes, like if the teachers wanted to just distract the kids and make us watch something. Then make us watch words and pictures. Yep, same. But we used to, we, Alphabet Castle was on the list as well. Um, uh, so we used to watch Alphabet Castle and thing. I don't even know what what year I was in when I was watching these things. Probably like in year six or seven, to be honest. Um, I don't think you've been watching going to be watching <laughs> words and pictures in year six and seven. No, I'm joking. I think it, like year yeah, I think year was, one and year two. Yeah, so I think I I loved a little pen. Thing. And I think almost everyone you speak to will remember the pen on the board. Um, and yeah, it's just like a nice little kid show, isn't it? Yeah. I, yeah, I, um, yeah, I liked it. It was, it was, the pacing was quite slow, but I didn't mind that as such. Yeah. Cause it felt like you're learning. And I felt like I had to write all the words down. So if it's the beginning with the letter S. And they're having all these pictures. I feel like, damn, I got to write them down. Mm. Sand, yeah. seaside, sausages, um, whatever starts with S. Yeah, so just making sure I'm writing them all down and then doing the thing at the end. Yeah, I think it's a very educational show. Definitely one for the classroom. I don't think necessarily it has that much enjoyment factor for kids who are at home watching funny cartoons and stuff, but uh, definitely for the the classroom it was better than writing in a school book or reading out of a exercise book yeah yeah i mean this was like a relief for us yeah when when they'd wheel out the old tv and get the old vcr cassette we'd be like oh yes and then there's someone's moaning because they didn't rewind it and <laughs> oh god yeah i mean uh those were the days those were the days i mean i know they don't show that stuff now do um... they I don't know. I mean, I've not seen what the videos they put in school. I mean, I used to take my nephew and my niece to school all the time, but I don't remember anything that they were watching. Oh, and again, thank you for whoever's like putting these online because it's like, yeah, on one of them I've seen a video that like the VCR thing goes and it goes and there's a different program on and it comes back and it's the yeah, same thing. it says like SP and then LP. And... Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember that. You're trying to like tape over and. 
Oh, good time, good time. So uh, let's talk about what we watched. I know I watched one from the 80s. Yeah, I think, I'm not sure what year it was, but there was one with, I think it was with, uh, oh, it was episode Peace at Last, which looked like the oldest one. Um, And it was about noisy people. But how do you know the, the book Peace at Last? We've spoken about this before, about the bear that couldn't sleep and then he went into the kid's room and he's pretending to be an aeroplane and he goes into the living room and the clock's too loud. He goes outside and the owl's making a noise. And then by the time he goes oh, back inside... Oh, little bear. Yeah, so that's like... Gotta be a little bear. That, yeah, the book's called Peace at Last. Oh, it was spring 1988. There you go. Um, Always make a note of the year. So I think I watched an episode before yours then. Okay. So I think the uh, the theme of this one was SK. So SK. So it initially starts about singing a song about a woman in a graveyard and the kids are going, ooh, there's a woman in the graveyard. Ooh, she's walking down the street. Ooh. And then the presenter just comes out of nowhere and like, boo. Ah! <laughs> And so, the, basically, the the thing is that they're reading Funny Bones. Oh, amazing! Yeah, so I looked that. I was like, "That is so cool!" So they're reading a scary story about skeletons, and it's so crazy. Like I knew all the words. Like in the dark, dark, dark house. In the dark, dark town, there was a dark, dark street, and in the dark, dark street, there was a dark, dark house, and in the dark, dark house, there was a dark, dark cellar, and in the dark, dark cellar there was three skeletons there was big skeleton little skeleton and the dog and so basically they the story was that they wanted to go out for a walk in the dark they kept making this really horrible sound because you know like he's like oh the big skeleton is scratching his head and you can literally hear that i had to actually mute it (laughs) it's like your if you think felt felt tips. tips are bad like felt tips, that is a, that is a beautiful sound. But like this, like it was making me scream and it... squeal. Like stop <laughs> scratching your head. <laughs> Who the um... hell cares if you got an idea, fool? Go outside then if you've got an idea. <laughs> oh, yeah, Richard wrote, scratching his skull, horrible noise. <laughs> and so yeah, they go outside. They thinking, oh, this is boring. We're not doing anything. And so the dog runs and all of his uh, bones fall apart. And so they put the dog together. And yeah, they, they, they say that they can't frighten anyone because everyone's asleep. And so they think, you know what? We're going to frighten each other. We're going to have fun doing that. And then so we learn about skeletons and skulls because it's SK. And so they have cat skeletons and chickens and birds and uh, all from the museum and so we learn about the skeleton dancing with a skirt and he's skipping with his skirt and he's playing skittles and he's got skills to pay the bills and yeah there was a quite a creepy human skeleton dance to end the show so that was my ska, ska, ska episode. Cool. Um, so should I do my 1988 one? Um, so the episode's called Peace at Last. Uh, it starts off with noisy builders and 
it has like a building site and there's like kind of loads of soaring and banging and stuff like that. I mean, I think building sites are a lot more noisy now because that they were all using manual tools on that building site. <laughs> Definitely not the case anymore. Um, and then they were playing this listening game with kids where they're like, um, the kids have to close their eyes and then the kid makes a noise like you hit a cup with a spoon or and scrunch some paper and the kid has to identify the noise. Um, that was quite cool. And then they did instrument noises and it was like kind of like phonetics. Like it's like what the noise, you know, like, um, not, not like, uh, what's the word Onoma onomatopoeia where you like ding and tap and whatever. And then they did a th something called, uh, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of this. I haven't. It was like Charlie, St Charlie Strong's favorite song. Um, but it was kind of one of these things where, and they were like, I want to play Charlie Strong's favorite song. I will play the recorder and then they do a little recorder bit and they're like i want to do this and i'll play the piano or whatever um and then they read the piece at last book which is what we said about little bear and so mummy bear they all go to sleep mummy bear snoring so daddy bear goes to the little boy's room baby bears playing pretend to be an airplane so he goes downstairs the clock's noisy so he goes outside then the owls making noise so he goes in the car then the sun comes up and he goes and he's in, he's tired he goes back in the house and everyone's asleep and he gets some sleep but then the alarm clock goes off um so um and then they did this um uh no noisy nurse thing like noisy nurse and she was walking in the thing and she was making loads of noise in the in the thing so like people trying to sleep and she's banging all the medicines and the food and stuff um and then it was like the letter n noisy nurse n and then and then it was like top to bottom up and over and i was <laughs> and i was like oh my god this is amazing uh, <laughs> also the magic pen was there then for that yes. your episode. yeah oh, yeah it wasn't there for mine for the first one but the, the other two there were so yeah uh, and then they did this kids. So they did the Charlie Strong song, the instruments. And it was like um, something about the drum goes bang, and then the next kid goes his instruments, and it's like this goes tap, and then the drum goes bang, and then it's like the bell goes ding, the thing goes tap, and the drum goes bong, and and it's kind of like a bingo was his name o type type of deal. Um, and that was the end of that episode. Next episode was nineteen ninety two, so. This is when it got kind of a little bit more like um, uh, come outside was coming kind of like kind of thing. So uh, which yep. was which one was yours? Um, I watched two nineties, think ninety three were my ones. Okay, so I'll shall I go with the ninety two one? Yeah. Uh, so this was like they're they're painting paper, um, and painting paints get put in an art gallery and then they had they went to this they took loads of kids to the national portrait gallery and they're talking to them about this what do you see in this picture what do you see in that picture and, and things like this all the kids were like kind of joining in that was quite fun um and then they did a book called matthew mouse the painter and his parents wanted him to become a doctor and he wanted to travel the world then he goes into a art gallery and, and sees that he can see the world so then he becomes a famous painter. Now and then he gets rich and marries Nicoletta, the other uh, the pretty mouse. Um, uh, and then I've written penguin painting and parrot. And I think that the the, the they painted a penguin and they painted a parrot. 
and then it was like purple parrot and then it was supposed to be pink and then the the thing threw a oh the pink i think the penguin threw a pot of paint over the parrot to make it pink and then it did the p how to draw a p pink parrot purple parrot pink parrot how to draw p and it was top to bottom bottom to top and all the way round what um, the hell letter is that p so it's top to bottom bottom to top and all the way round it was it wasn't a very good one to be honest but um and then they did the rainbow song um and it's she was painting the things. She was like red and yellow and pink and green. Uh, and then Apple it ended. and orange and blue. Oh, the rainbow song. Yeah. Yeah, I, lo- I like the rainbow song. That's my song. Yeah, so she was singing that as she was painting the things. And then it ended. Uh, and I've only got one more from 1993. And it was the letter A. I, I was looking for the letter A for ages. It's the first one that came out. <laughs> you see what I did there? A for ages. I was looking for the letter A for ages. Hey. Yeah, go on. Cool. So this one was, um, she's, she wants to put, she's making a tea and she wants to put milk out. She wants to put the milk and she's looking for the milk and someone's left the milk out and she smells it. Oh, the milk's bad. Oh, don't worry. I'll have an apple instead. And she goes, apple, A. And then it's like other words that begin with A is attic, abacus, alphabet, ant, ambulance, album, acrobat anchor animals and the apple made a second appearance uh then they did like a because the milk went bad they're like this is how you should store food and it was like a um you should put it in the freezer if you want it to last longer and stuff and then they did like a come outside style um how to make fish fingers and it was like the fish get frozen then they get like filleted they come out of sea then they get frozen then they get filleted. Then they get all pushed together in this massive block, and then frozen again. And then, fro- and then the the block gets cut up into like fish finger things. Then they get um, breadcrumbs and stuff added on them. And the breadcrumbs get cooked a little bit, but not enough to cook the fish. Then they get put in boxes. Then you eat them from your supermarket. Um, then they did like the ant and an ant and a grasshopper's like kind of story where the ants were collecting all their food for the winter and the grasshopper was just eating and saying what you what you're worried about and then by the time the winter came the ants were happy and the grasshopper was hungry and they didn't share his food with them um then they did how to write an a and i didn't write down how that went to be honest um and yes can't you um up and down all the way round well, that would be an O then, wouldn't it? No, up and down, then all the way... Because it was lowercase, isn't it? Oh, was it, oh, was it lowercase? Yeah, so yeah. yeah. It would be round, up, and down. down oh, the, yeah, because I remember this one had a flick. This had the, 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 the famous flick that all the letters seemed to have. Like, Why would you have a flick with an A, even lowercase? Because it had, like, it went round, like, like that. Oh, and I didn't up find and a down, letter with a flick. And flick. I did like stupid letters. Up and down. Letters and that don't matter. Thick. Yeah. Up and down and round a flick. There's no such letter. <laughs> um, and then they did, did you know the whole, the ants go marching two, two by, by two? two. Yeah. Hurrah. I did Hurrah. that. And credit to, what's her name? Sophie, what's her name? Sophie Aldridge? Aldridge? Yeah. Aldridge. Yeah. She. I really liked her. Yeah. She was like. She was great. Do you know, like, some, it's something quite awkward about someone someone on their own singing to a camera. 
<laughs> and, and, and oh she, yeah, bless her. She gave it her all though. Yeah, she nailed She's it. She's the like proper go in on the songs, like um the ones that I'm I'm gonna talk about. Like she was giving it full gust. I was like full credit to you, man. I was I was like no wonder they got you back. Yeah, I mean that was she me was there my... for a year. Go on. Sorry. She was there for a year and then. They called her back by uh, popular demand because she was so damn good. Right, okay, I'll talk about my two episodes. So mine was, okay, the letter G. So they start with uh, with Sophie looking at a goldfish and the two goldfish are called Gordon and Gertrude. And they're just basically swimming along in a tank. It's her gorgeous, gifted goldfish. And so they show us all the different things that start with the letter G. So garden, game, goats, girl, guitar, grapes, garage, gate, and gerbil. And there's a story that they're reading. It's all about a baby brother who eats everything. So they have to call the doctor. And so the doctor, the nurse, and the lady with the alligator purse come along. And so they're basically trying to see what's wrong with this baby. And then they all decide to have pizza, which is what I wrote down. And then they go to baby Gerard's house and his brothers and sisters are helping him out. He's only eight months old. And yeah, they're all like chipping together and they are washing his bottle for his next feed. They're tidying up the toys. They're helping him with his bath time. And yeah, it was a, it was a, it was quite a cute story. He seemed like a, a very interesting baby. And they read a story called Peter's Chair. And it's all about uh, he's got a, a baby sister that he's quite jealous of. He has to play quietly because the baby's trying to sleep. He's sleeping in a cradle, but he's like, that's my cradle. And he's upset because it's been painted pink. And it's like his high chair that was gone from blue to pink. And then he decides that he wants to run away. And so he packs up his bag and he sits outside and he tries to sit down in his chair, but he can't because it's too small for him. And so he decides that the chair should be painted pink for Susie. And then we have more words with uh, the letter G. So girl, gift, gurgling and goldfish. And the way to write the letter G is all the way round, down and around. All the way round, down and around. All the way round, down and around. What was I saying? All the way round, down and around. All the way round, down and around. And so they play, a f- and then in the end, she's playing a fishing rod game, which I wrote that there was a similar episode on Alphabet Castle. And so she's singing one, two, three, four, five. Once I caught a fish alive, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Then I let him go again. Why did you let him go? Because he bit my finger, so. Which finger did he bite? This little finger on my right. <laughs> and the last episode I watched was the letter S. And so, again, they're starting with Sophie singing the song about being beside the seaside. You know what? That song is so nostalgic. Oh, I do like to be beside the seaside. It's it's very nostalgic to me. I 
don't know why, to be honest, but it it is. <laughs> and so yeah, she's singing that, and then yeah, singing Sophie, Silent Sophie, Super Singing, Sailing Sophie, and so some of the things with the letter S. So seagull, sand, sandcastle, sandwich, sausage, salad, sunglasses, sandals, socks, and sea. And so she's hanging out with James and his family and they're on a boating holiday to Norfolk Broads. Oh my God, this boy was so Norfolk. The accent. The accent was crazy. And so, yeah, this this is quite a really cool boat because it seemed to have everything. It had bedrooms, it had a, a kitchen sink, it had a toilet and a shower. And so Sophie and James are having a look in the river and they see a coot. And yeah, she's just having the time of her life with James and uh, his family. And uh, yeah, so basically the story is the owl and the pussycat. And so it starts with them going to sea in a green boat with lots of honey and lots of money wrapped in a five pound note. And so the owl is serenading the cat going, oh, you're a wonderful cat. I don't know what I would do without you. And so the cat compliments the owl. And just like that, they, th- they say, you know what? Let's get married. And so they sail away for a year and a day. And they see a pig with a ring on his nose. The owl buys the pig for a shilling. And they get married because the turkey is an ordained minister. And he marries them off. And so the re- the wedding reception, they have lots of mints and lots of quince. And they dance by the light of the moon. And then Sophie is using a shell to hear the sea. And sailor, singing sailor, sinking sailor. And so the sailor becomes soggy. And the way to write the letter S is... Round and back again, round and back again, round and back again, round and back again. And in the end, she's singing, a sailor went to CCC to see what he could CCC. And all that he could CCC was... CCC. You don't know the sailor song? I do, but I can't remember the words to it. Bottom of the deep blue CCC. And then it was a sailor went to chop, chop, chop to see what he could chop, chop, chop. And all that he could chop, chop, chop was the bottom of the deep blue chop, chop, chop. And then it was a sailor went to knee, knee, knee. And then it goes on. And then in the end, you have to go a sailor went to see chop knee to see what he could see <laughs> chop knee. And all that he could see chop knee was the bottom of the deep blue sea chop knee. <laughs> she was amazing at this. I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, she's definitely going to mess up. There we go, mess up. And she's like, bang, bang, bang. See, chop knee, see, chop knee. And what if that's the first take? Oh, knowing Sophie, it probably was. She's a professional. One take Sophie. That's probably why they hide yeah. it back. Yeah, because she was so good. They were like... I bet it was the cameramen that lo- the lobbying for her to come back. They were like, after like 600 yeah. take of whoever else it was. They were like, please yeah. get her back. Your man was like, yeah. Oh, I say, I went to knee, see, chop, dizzy. <laughs> 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 No, yeah, big up to Sophie. She was a big part of my childhood and it was a, a joy to watch her again. Definitely. She was she was so awesome. And uh, 
Any last words on uh, words and pictures? No, there's not much you can say about words and pictures other than it's a complete institution and it's amazing. Like there's nothing, nothing else you can say about it. It's incredible. It's an incredible show. Yeah. Um, I think it hits all of the the targets of the actual show itself, mm-hmm. and I loved it. And I loved it this time around, and I loved it when I was a kid. Yeah, I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I said, it was. A bit slow, but I, d- I didn't mind the slowness one bit. I was engaged throughout. I had my pen ready so I could write down all the words. I was even doing the magic pen practice. I don't even know why they got rid of that for like 12 odd years or whatever. Yeah. Because I think it initially started with the magic pen. They thought, oh, let's save time, get rid of that magic pen segment. It's like, what are you getting rid of that for? That's the best thing. And I remember like the color when that first came. When they were doing that, because they do, I think, the top in white and then they do the bottom in color. Uh, I didn't see that any of color. The game. When I was watching that as a kid, I remember as a kid, the, 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 because I remember when I broke my arm, I took quite a lot of time off school. How did you break your more arm? Than, more than I'm probably allowed. I fell over. Uh, I fell over. Absolutely clattered my right arm. Really? Yeah. I was on a cast and everything. And I remember like off school for like, I missed quite a bit of uh, year three, actually. Did you break your right arm? <laughs> Bro- broke my right arm, yeah. Oh, so you're, and you're right-handed as well, right? So. I missed an opportunity to be ambidextrous. Yeah. Because I was learning how to write with my left arm and I was getting good at it. And once the cast came off, I'm like, oh, damn, this left-hand thing is too long. So I just thought, Back to the right arm. And so, yeah, obviously I was watching a lot of uh, words and pictures. Yeah. It was probably my only source of education at the time. <laughs> that and El Nombre. You remember El Nombre? I don't remember El Nombre. How could you not know El Nombre? Maybe I do remember. Let me have a look on. El Nombre. It's like the little um, Spanish mouse and he's basically teaching you maths. He used to come on, I think, after I words remember. and pictures. Yeah, I do remember this. Yeah. I was about to say, how how you not know El Nombre? Dude. I just used to watch those shows like on a constant. Yeah. Cause obviously like, I think my mum was yeah, my parents were like, Oh yeah, don't be watching all those game shows. You better be watching BBC schools if you're gonna be at home. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, Yeah, you'd better be watching, watching that. You know, watching a uh, Wheel of Fort. Which is coming at that time? Oh, Supermarket Sweep. Yes, because I used to watch Supermarket Sweep. And then I think 10 o'clock would be like words and pictures. I'd be like, oh, can I watch Supermarket Sweep? We're like, all right, fine. Even my mom was like, all right, fine. We watch Supermarket Sweep. I like it. So, <laughs> well, yeah, can't things. cook, won't cook as well. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the days. Those were the days. I think I was still haunted by the um, This Morning theme tune. Because that's like unchanged since I was a kid, and I used why to remember... would you be haunted by it? Because I wanted to watch like cartoons and stuff, and my mum would like watch. It seemed to go on for hours and hours and hours, so my mum would watch it, and then I wouldn't be able to watch TV. So the the, the noise of that of the um uh what's it called the this morning just do 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 yeah, I just feel like I've been left out as soon as it comes on. Do 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 do. Still breaks my heart every time I see it. All I can hear is no cartoons. <laughs> like, oh, what a shame. What a shame. 
So now we're going on to Alphabet Castle. And this show came out in September 1993 again. <laughs> but yes, for the uh, newer listeners, especially in Slovenia, this is what happened in September 1993. The PLO leader, Yasser Arafat, and Israeli Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin shake hands in Washington, D.C. after signing the peace accord. The Cambodian monarchy is restored with Norodom Sihanouk as king. In the 1993 Polish elections, a coalition of the Democratic Left Alliance and the Polish People's Party led by Waldemar Pawlak comes into power. The Good Son was in the cinemas. And She Don't Let Nobody by Shakademus and Piers was in the charts. So uh, Alphabet Castle. And this was an educational children's program produced in the UK, created by Michael Cole. The show had three main characters, King Alpha and Queen Bet, which spells Alphabet, which I only clocked yesterday. <laughs> I clocked it when I revisited it. King Alpha. And I'm like, okay, Alphabet, King Alpha, Queen Bet. Okay, that's very cute. And uh, Gobbledygook, which was uh, animated turkey. And it starred Stephen Cannon and Joanne Campbell. And it was set in a castle, which according to the theme music was somewhere in the air, seemingly floating on a cloud. And every episode of the show was centered around a letter. The show began with that letter on a flag and there will be songs based around the letter to help viewers learn some more words and there would often be an interval that featured the rather bizarre adventures of gobbledygook an animated turkey who had his own opening theme song and he would always get his words the wrong way round so he would say that's the way the talky turks and there would also be stories about names of previous kings and queens of the castle and a board where a letter would be placed on it. And then the picture would appear behind it and they had to guess what it was. And then they would find out all of the adventures on Alphabet Street. So, Alphabet Castle. This, is one, this was one of my favourites as a kid. I remember absolutely loving this show. Um like more than words and pictures, more than anything else. I used to love Gobby the Gook. Um, and yeah, this show was like, this show is my jam for, for, for a while. Yeah. Um, I mean, with Alphabet Castle, I, I don't remember it as much. Like I don't remember how, um, how it was laid out in the format. I remember like little memories. So obviously I remember King Alpha and Queen Bet. Maybe gobbledygook, but um, I was watching it now, and I thought it was really fun. I enjoyed watching it. It was it was it was actually quite fun. They uh, bounce off each other really well, and yeah, obviously I didn't know that Joanne Campbell had uh, passed. Yeah, very suddenly as well. I had I was like... no idea. I was like thinking, oh, she is so great. I would love to have a chat with her. In my uh, ignorance, I didn't even realize. And I think you told me yesterday. Yeah, she passed away very suddenly when she was 38, yeah. And I look it up and I see it and I'm like, oh man, that is horrible. But no, she was so good. I I really, really liked her. Really liked the, 
even like the musical stuff in it, I thought it was I thought it was very nice. I thought, yeah, it was a really really fun show. Yeah, and groundbreaking. It's got a mixed race couple and a, a, a like an old versus young person couple. Yes. Well, he, he wasn't that old. He just happened to have an old beard and Yeah, he was, but it did say old king alpha young queen bet. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah, mean, I know it's yeah. paid by like a 18-year-old, but not really 18, but he was very young, but um he was meant to be old. Right, so we talk about episodes we watched. Yeah, the first one I watched was N. Oh, N. N is for Naughty. Yes, yes, Naughty Nelly newspaper. Yeah, I watched yeah, that one too. Yeah, yeah. Um, sh- shall I start? Yep, go for it. So you all have to fill in the gaps here, I think. But um, it's like N is for Naughty, and no- and um, Queen Bet's niece is going to come to stay, like Naughty Nelly, and she's like a little rat bag, and she's she reminded me of the one from Zap. The um, Daisy Dares, yeah, yeah. So she was like, she's really kind of naughty. She's dressed kind of the same, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say she dresses exactly the same. Um, she's kind of just chucking everything everywhere, smashing everything. Um, and my favorite bit of the episode is when they went to Alphabet Street, and who and who lives in N? Nobody knows. <laughs> hey, and it was the giant nose, and it was just like nobody knows. And oh my god, I was like, he has no body. Yeah, and nobody was invited to nobody's nobody's party, and they sing the nosy pokey song. Yeah, oh that. Oh that's, nosy nosy. That's annoying, to be honest. That song, but that that was yeah. I'm not gonna lie, that was a little bit annoying. Yeah, and then yeah, the nose dance, and then naughty Nelly eats all the cake, and it ended quite suddenly. I thought, well, they she like, eats all the nougats. Yeah, and then they opened the cut the tin, and it's like, oh, the cake's gone. Oh well, it's the end of the show. Well, I've, all I got was, yeah, she writes that my niece Nelly is always in the newspaper and she was in Nether Raven Avenue wearing a nightdress and she's singing the Naughty Nelly song and she's eating all the nougats. Not on your Nelly and never mind. And they talk about name and he sees next to nothing. And then you go look closely and then you see Mr. Nobody Knows. Because he has no body. And they sing the... I like I like the Alphabet Street song. How'd you do? How'd you do? How'd you do? How'd you do? Yeah, the Alphabet song was alright. Right, so what other episodes did you watch? Uh, so I, my next episode was R. Well, I watched that too. <laughs> um, and, then, and then after that it's W. So um, do you want to... Yes, with... we watched exactly the same. Oh, really? I think there might have been the only three that was eligible to watch. Because I was watching O... And then it just completely cut. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. This one starts off and it's like um, King Alpha's like painting a map on a wall, like an olden day map. And he's run, like going, rabbit, run, rabbit, run, run, rabbit, rabbit, run, run, run. Yeah. And then he draws the river. Yeah. And then, um, then he's making alphabet soup. I've missed something out with Queen Bet, I think. She's going fishing. Oh yeah, remember she's... there was the thing with the fishing that they were doing on words and pictures. She's fishing for she's making fish for the map, isn't yeah. she? And then she's and then she spells she oh yeah, so she's fishing and she spells gobbledygook. And then he's making an alphabet soup and he spells gobbledygook. And that's yeah. when they do the gobbledygook thing. That's the way the talky Turks gobbledygook. And he tries to ca- and they did the whole thing where he tries to catch the moon. Um, in the water, but he breaks it, and then he makes he catches a jigsaw, but he makes the moon, and then by the time he's made the jigsaw, the the water still sort of 
uh, jigsaws there. And then I said um, that they make a water paint thing when they make they put water on the paint and then it drips and they make things. And I and I put that it had nothing much to do with the letter R. Um, this so? episode. It had lots to do with the letter R. Apart from the beginning bit, I didn't think it had much to do with it. I I liked the bit where she was doing the patterns and using the water and the music. What well, when it's song that when she's singing. dripping the water down? Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's really cool. And I thought it was just like a like an activity to do with the kids, just like I um, guess, yeah, yeah. What did I write? I wrote, yeah, the gobbledygook gets a piece of jigsaw. He thought he broke the moon, puts the jigsaw together, and it makes the moon. And the only thing that he realized that it broke was the reflection. Uh, w one or are you still yep. going? W yeah. So if this is going to do send a W on its way. Wolf is the word to say. Um, and now and then Bet was a witch, and then she could um, uh, turn things upside down and she could conjure. What was she saying? She said like um, I can't remember how she would do a spell. A spell. Yeah. I thought it started off with them on the washing line. Oh, maybe we've watched a different W one. All right, then. So you talk about your W then. I'm not sure if I can't remember. And anyway, they go to Alphabet Street, and the wicked, the wicked witch lives in the W house, um, and has a little. Oh, she has a little witch that does um, half magic. Magic. We definitely uh, watch different ones. And then she makes uh, Gobbledy Castle, and that was it. That was a whole episode. It's very. Very weird. I think that one of the things about this whole show is they did end abruptly. Um, okay, so I'll talk about my one. So yeah, they're talking about how we share, and they are doing some like putting up the washing on the washing line. They're talking about wind, and they're making a most of the wind. They're singing the wind chime song and using a windmill spin. And so they're blowing the tea towels. And so, and also they climb the steps of the Alphabet Castle. And King Alpha sees the letter W for Wiggly Worm, the letter S for Slippery Snake, and O for Orange. And they're blowing the letters using paint and straw. They're talking about cherubs in the sky that they blow the wind. And who can see the wind? It's by and by. And on Alphabet Street, Mrs. Weathercock gets a box of wind and she gets swept away. So yeah, it was a completely completely different, different episode. Completely different W episode. But yeah, this was this was a very a very fun show. I enjoyed it very, very much. I uh, really liked it. Yeah, me too, actually. I think it was, it was nice to revisit. I did think, like I said, it did end abruptly. The episodes kind of just, like, stopped. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as a show, like, great. Like, it was very, very easy to watch, very kid-friendly. Like, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it, man. Like, I, both of these shows, I really don't have anything to say bad about. Yeah, same. And um, it's this was it's so crazy, because I remember how I used to tell, oh, I can watch every program, because we used to live literally across the street from uh, school yeah this was actually this was actually the one program that i wouldn't be able to get home in time for everything else yes yeah, sure because i think by the time the school bell i think it was three fifteen in our school yeah same here and i would be home by three twenty, or literally three seventeen. 
Yeah. And right. Alphabet Castle will be just like halfway through or just about to finish. Yeah. And then I'll be able to watch everything else. So like Sooty and Sweep or Wizardora, which I think used to be the Oh my god, Wizardora. Wizardora. Weirdora. Yeah. Wizardora. Wizardora. Oh we're gonna have a lot of fun talking about that, aren't we? Oh my god. These shows seem like amazing. Think really I know. Show. Right, so uh like last week, I don't really want to, but we have to pick. I think I'm going to have to pick words and pictures, even though it wasn't my favourite when I was younger. It was definitely um, Alphabet Castle, but I just think that um, words and pictures had it. It had. I just think it had. To, it was a better show. Definitely had bigger budget. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder what lockup in uh, in London they had to do alphabet castling. Poor <laughs> souls. You see some dingy lockup in like Dalston somewhere. Cardboard set. Oh, bless him. Um, I'm also going to go with words and pictures because I think Sophie Aldred stole a show for me. I thought she was Smashed great. It watching it back with her again and she's doing all that she's doing it she's doing her thing man like she was out there like doing the most but like in 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 the best way possible yeah no completely and like i said and it is incredibly awkward to sing one camera with like must be several cameramen standing behind a camera and for you to just like be able to sing and and do that that's that that takes some real guts man Give her all the credit in the world for that, and she looked like she was enjoying it, so yeah, yeah. Like, and obviously, Alphabet Castle is a big part of my childhood, but yeah, I mean, words and pictures, it just, yeah, I think it has it, yeah, definitely. Now we're going on to the main event Schoolhouse Rock. So we're going back to January 1973 and some of the things happening in the world. The United Kingdom, the Republic of Ireland and Denmark enter the European communities, which would later become the European Union. The US Supreme Court overturns state bans on abortion in the famous Roe versus Wade and in 1973, the All Africa game opens in Lagos, Nigeria. Paper Moon was in the cinemas. And Blockbuster by Sweet was number one in the charts. Is this the one where it starts off like a siren at the beginning? I don't know. What are you asking me? I don't even know. I don't know. Maybe it is that one. Maybe you do know it. Yeah, I do know this one, yeah. Yeah, my, my dad used to sing this in his band. That's how I know it. Right, so Schoolhouse Rock. So this was a American program series of animated musical educational short films. And the themes cover grammar, science, economics, history, mathematics and civics. It was the idea of David McCall, who was an advertising executive of McCaffrey and McCall. He noticed that his young son was struggling with learning multiplication tables despite being able to memorize the lyrics of every single Rolling Stones song. So then McCall hired musician Bob Doro to write the song that would teach multiplication. And that song became three, 
is a magic number. Yes, it is. It's a magic number. And Tom Yohi, who was an illustrator at McCaffrey McCall, heard the song and created visuals to go along with it. Radford Stone, who was in charge of ABC, suggested they pitch it as a television series, which caught the attention of Michael Eisner, the then vice president of ABC, and cartoon director Chuck Jones, who you remember was one of the uh, guys who worked on Tom and Jerry after Hanron Barbera. So it debuted with Multiplication Rock, which was a collection of animated shorts adapting the multiplication tables to songs written by Bob Doro. And Doro also performed most of the songs with Grady Tate and Blossom Deary, each performing one during this season. George Newell and Tom Yohi were the exec producers and creative directors of every episode, along with Bob Doro as musical director. The second season was all about grammar rock, which included nouns, verbs, adjectives, and other parts of speech, such as conjunctions explained in conjunction junction. The third series, to coincide with the upcoming United States Bicentennial, it was America Rock, and it had episodes covering the structure of the United States government, such as I'm Just a Bill, along with important moments in American history, and examples include the preamble and Mother Necessity. The fourth series was titled Science Rock, and you had episodes like A Victim of Gravity, which parried which parodied elements of the hit film Grease. And you had episodes describing the human body's anatomical system. So you had the nervous, the circulatory, skeletal, and digestive systems. And you had episodes describing physical scenes such as astronomy, meteorology, and electricity. And you had the Energy Blues, which was a environmentalism-themed short. The fifth series was titled Scooter, Computer, and Mr. Chips. And it would have segments about home computer technology. Then there was Money Rock in 94. And the latest series was Earth Rock in 2009. And yeah, so they would have songs about voting so i'm gonna send your vote to college and another contemporary song called presidential minute which was explaining the process of electing the president of the united states in greater detail and yeah so school house rock earth was brought and it was created by the original production team and it would feature environmentally themed songs before i pass on to you some uh, cool schoolhouse rock facts. So the airing of Three Ring Government was delayed for several years because execs at ABC were concerned that the SEC and Congress would resent being compared to a circus and threaten their broadcast license renewal. The series was originally called Scholastic Rock, but the name had to be modified when the publishing company Scholastic Incorporated hired a lawyer who insisted they change it. And the publishing company that produced Eclipse retained the name Scholastic Rock Incorporated. All of the songs were vetted by an educational consultant from Banks Street School of Education. And the show was a success from the start, ultimately winning four Emmys. Meanwhile, as creators Tom Yohe and George Newell wrote in their official guide to the show, various governmental and lobbyist groups requested cassettes of I'm Just a Bill 
to use in their training programs for staffers and the University of Michigan Medical School and Columbia College of Physicians and Surgeons called to ask for Telegraph Line to help introduce the nervous system to first year medical students. So obviously I'm gonna assume that as a Brit, you ain't never heard of Schoolhouse Rock. So first impressions. Um, so I was watching, when I first watched it, it I was watching um, just the multiplication ones and I thought that's what it was until I started like having a quick look around and I watched a couple more. Watched, but there's one called I'm Just a Bill and that was parodied on Family Guy. Um, so I'd, I I was kind of aware of that bit of it, but I had no idea it was like it had been gone from that long. Like this whole time it's been going um, and changing and, and evolving and things. That's like incredible. Um, the multiplication ones, I think I'm sure kids used to be smarter back in the day than they are now because that caveat, I mean, I didn't and I still don't really know my times tables that well. Um I'm actually quite good at times tables. I think it was my eights, my sevens. I, I, I couldn't get the hang of. Um, and they're like doing their times tables, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, slow down, please. Like even now. Well, they're just singing the song, aren't they? Yeah, I know. But I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it this quick. <laughs> slow down. <laughs> Play it on zero five times on YouTube. Yeah. So, oh yeah. First impressions for me. Okay. I've heard of I'm Just a Bill. Yeah. That was something that I knew about. I didn't need like to watch parodies or whatever. Like I know I'm just a bill sitting on Capitol Hill. Like I knew that as a, even as a kid or whatever. But other stuff on Schoolhouse Rock, I've fallen in love with this. I think this is absolutely incredible. Yeah, I've. This is one of those shows where I instantly fell in love with it, and I was enjoying it so much. I think this is a fantastic tool for kids to have and to learn like the three is a magic number they're literally just counting down your three times table so it's like yeah. three times three is nine three times four is 12 three times five is 15 and then three times six is 18 three times seven is 21 and three times eight is 24 three times nine is 27 and three times 10 is 30 it's yeah. a magic number i thought um one of my favorite ones was my hero zero when they're like, oh, you watched that one? Yeah, look how important zero is. And it's like, oh my God. I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's so catchy. It's so enjoyable. I tried to watch all of them. So in terms of like the, the series. So yeah, let's, let's, let's dive right in. Multiplication Rock. So yeah, three is a magic number was the pilot. And uh, yeah, so they're talking about all the things that are so important about the number three. So you can have tripods, tricycles, triangle three corners, three sides, and then obviously recounting the three times table. And then obviously when a husband and wife, they have a kid, it's three of them. It's a magic number. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, I couldn't keep up with the maths, <laughs> maths on it. but um, And my, your notes are way more, like, way better than mine and all of the things apart from the five times tables made me laugh a lot. Um, oh, so you watched the one episode about five times tables? I watched zero up to five on the times tables ones. So I was oh. zero. I, so you on. watched quite a bit of multiplication rock then? Yeah, but I did. I did do uh, watch a couple of others. Um, so my hero zero was like you can be lots of uh, different kinds of hero, and it was like but superhero zero is like 
this amazing thing. So like without without zero, you couldn't get any. You, you can count to infinite numbers with zero. Basically, without zero, you can't. You get stuck at nine, and ah, oh, it, it was really good. It actually, really genuinely, I was like, this yeah. is really, really good. Um, the next one I watched was zero to twelve multiplication, and I was like, this is confusing as hell. Where was this when I was little? Because, like I said, I I struggle with I my timetables. Um, I would have loved something like this as a kid. I would have loved Schoolhouse Rock to be on British yeah. television. Yeah, completely. Because really? I, I really struggled with my times tables, and I couldn't do the whole. Do you know, like memorization has, has never really worked for me. I've always had to come up with little ways of remembering things. Like, like when I this is going to sound really weird, but like if I if I get a drink from my mate, um, his name's Eugene, and I get him a yellow cup, and I say yellow for Eugene, and I know it doesn't make any sense to anything, but that's how I remember it. And I come up with li- weird, daft ways of remembering things, but parrot fashion doesn't and work. And why for huge? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> why, I, why I did it. So, um, but so look, when we when we were taught time tables as a kid, it was always parrot fashion. One times two is two. Two times two is four. Four times. You know what I mean? And I, I couldn't get that. I couldn't get my head around that. So like we this... had a a musical thing. So like for example, we'd have like we'd we'd go to like the area with like there's like big headphones and like a big old tape thing. You put the tape in, and literally we'd have like some like nice serene lady singing the times tables. So you'd be going. Seven times one is seven. Seven times two is fourteen. Seven times three is twenty-one, and seven times four is twenty-eight. And like all the way down to like ten, eleven, twelve. So, do you know? I th- I think that a really good way of remembering times tables as a, as a as a kid is to play darts, because you have to learn like addition, subtraction. And up to the three times tables up to 20. So like you have to be able to do really quick maths and it's really good way of like, um, yeah, to get that going in your head. Um, A good way as any, I guess. And um, the other multiplication rock episode I watched was all about little 12 toes. So this was a really cute song about how, I think little 12 toe has, I think 12 fingers, but because he learns about the duo decimal system. So I think it doesn't count, even though that you might have like 12 hands, but 10.2. Yeah. So you take two away and it's still like 10. So he's basically teaching him like, Oh, I can still teach you how to have 10 hands as opposed to the 12. And then obviously they're doing the 12 times table. So they're going like 12 times one is 12. And then 12 times two is 24. And then 12 times three is 36. And then 12 times four is 48. So this was a, a super way of like, I feel like I'm so on it with times tables watching a couple of these multiplication. Yeah, it's stressing, my, it's stressing me out how good you are at it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> You're like 48 and I'm like, uh, 48. I mean, it's, 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 it's one of those where like, with the musical stuff, it kind of helps because it's um, a technique that's really good and really helpful. And like I said, even as a kid, I was quite good with um, times tables. And I was, yeah, like I was always allowed to go and listen to uh, the tape of the nice lady singing the times tables songs. And Yeah, I mean, 
this I watched the five times tables one of this, and it was making me laugh because the American accent is so thick. Um, and Dude, saying, five times table is easy. No, I know, but it was just the way they're saying it's like five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, <laughs> thirty, thirty-five, forty. I was like, I was gone. Forty-five. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, this is brilliant. This is exactly what I need. Um, Good stuff. So, did you watch any grammar rock? Uh, I watched the verbs one where they're doing all the climbing. Oh, verb. That's what's happening. Yeah. I loved that. Um, I loved that. So, this was kind of like a black exploitation kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's the word. I was looking for that word. Yeah. But I wasn't mad. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like black exploitation, like the way that they would take the mick, like they did on. Uh, Dynamite, dynamite. Not like that. Of, but it's kind like, of like a was, parody, wasn't it? Like a yeah, thing. yeah. But honestly, this was really, really cool. I really like this one. I've really liked it. So yeah, so it's about talking about verbs. So like to run, to go, to get. So the boy's going to the cinema to watch his hero verb. They're singing lots of verbs and things that what he can do. And then they're using nouns and then they're making them into verbal nouns. So basically adding ing. Again, this would have been so good because I always tell like my American friends, because I remember when, when I was doing Arabic and we had to kind of like spruce up on our grammar. Like all of the, the British kids, we were like, what the hell? Noun, verb, pronouns. Like Americans were like, didn't, he, didn't you guys learn this at school? And we're like, I don't think so. Not really. Like we didn't really go into like. I'm glad someone else said grammar. that. I didn't know about that either. I was like, uh, yeah, we like, didn't the names really of do. Like, I only like got got my ish together with um, grammar when I was doing Arabic. So knowing what a noun is, knowing what a verb is, a verbal noun, um, pronouns, possessive pronouns. What's the subject? What's the uh, predicate? Stuff like that. We didn't know that. We didn't learn that at school. Yeah, I mean, I still don't know it. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, I, I've got a, I've got a, I've got an idea of it. But yeah, so like that uh, grammar rot. So that, so that verb. That's what's happening. I loved that. And did you watch any more of that? Or uh, no. So, so the verbs one is the one that I watched with the boys climbing and things like this. And then was the urban, the the tiny urban zoo one. Which which one was that? Let me find the actual name for it. Was it grammar or no? It's schoolhouse rock. Uh, it's Earth, Earth one. Oh, okay. So that's right at the end. So yeah. you can save that to the end. And then I watched the tale of Mister Morton. So this was again another really enjoyable one. So this is all about the subject and the predicate. So the subject is Mister Morton, and the predicate is what he'll do. And so he's walking and talking to his cat. He's quite lonely. He knew one girl called Pearl. He grows flowers for her. He's he's in love with this girl, but he doesn't really know what to do or what to say. And obviously, yeah, the subject is the noun and the predicate is the verb or action. And Mr. Norton, and the song goes, Mr. Norton is a subject and the predicate says what he does. And so he goes to Pearl's house, but he gets scared. And then he goes back to his house and he's very, very upset. And then she shows up and they live happily ever after. So that was another really educational and enjoyable one. And then I watched America Rock. So this is where I'm just a bill sitting on Capitol Hill. 
So yeah, so this was a one that I remember growing up, very iconic, very, very memorable. And so yeah, so this is basically about him being a Bill. He starts off as an idea and then he becomes a Bill. And if he's lucky, he becomes a law. And so most of the time he's stuck in committee and congressmen are arguing about a bill. They'll argue about the bill and most bills don't even get that far. And then if the congressmen agree, it goes to the House of Representatives. And if they vote yes, it goes to the Senate. And then it starts all over again. And then if he's lucky, he'll go to the White House. And if the president signs it, it becomes a law. Yay! But the president can veto it. But then if he doesn't veto it, he becomes a law. And then it starts all over again. And he becomes a bill. Na, 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 na. And then Suffering Till Suffrage was another superb one. This is all about women's rights, reaching new heights. And it talks about the 19th Amendment, which, um, according to my notes, was dropped in 1920. If I'm wrong, then please correct me, Americans. Please forgive me. But this was a really, really cool, fun one. And they're talking about Susan B. Anthony and all the other inspirational women that brought the vote. And yeah, so they protested until they got the vote. Science Rock, I watched A Victim of Gravity. So this was, again, I mean, I can't keep saying good enough things about this. So yeah, so this is all about gravity. So dishes fall down, things are falling down on me. And it feels like there's a magnet deep down inside. And then every object in the universe pulls and every other object. And the bigger the object, the stronger the pull. And learning all about gravity and the styles and makings of 1950s doo-wop music. And yeah, so Earth Rock. I watched one called Solar Power to the People. This is all about interplanet Janet. And she's talking about all the things that we can do with the sun's energy. So saving cars, driving in solar cars, storing it in a solar battery, and how the sun is a great source of heat, light, and electricity. And Earth Rock? Yeah, so I, I was. this one was about how... Um, let me find a thing. So basically the... Um, the 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 kid was like looking around for like some animals and things like that and it's kind of in a bleak way but then he plants like some flowers and it attracts all sorts of insects and things and it's kind of all about like creating a nice environment even in the um uh in the urban space to bring in all of these little animals honestly this is i'm so mad that we didn't get this in england really i'm so mad yeah i mean Two, three minutes episodes. Exactly. Little bits and pieces. I mean, the thing is, it, right now, it'd be hard to make sure the kids watched it because... I think there's... kids would watch this now. What I mean if it's is two, it... three minutes. What I mean is there's so many, so many channels and things like that now on TV, it would be hard to, like, get them to watch it. Do you know what I mean? I mean, maybe, no, yeah, maybe not in their spare time, but, like, in school or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Like, these things... Like I said, these things, even, like, the... Um, the grammar stuff still don't know the the times table stuff i could have done with when i was a kid because i probably spent far too much time counting on my fingers if you want right what they could have done instead of doing america rock 
They could have done UK rock. I'm sure people would love to know about royal prerogative powers and how the, the prime minister is elected and we get to learn about first past the post system. Can you imagine how boring that would be? Actually, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine how boring that would be? Yeah. It'd be like a partridge style. <laughs> first past the post system and this is how you do it. UK rock would be dead, like politics-wise, but I, <laughs> yeah. but everything else, like in terms of the grammar, in terms of the mass, in terms of the other stuff, science, I could have done with this. Yeah, me too, completely. Could have done with this big time. Such a Mr. Massive trick, I think. Yeah, agreed. I think it's like it's a really good show, um, really educational. Even that three-minute burst probably learned more than I did in an hour of school when I was a kid. Yeah. I learned more in gravity in three minutes than I did in 10 years of primary school and high school and, and, and whatnot. Like learning about how the bigger the pool and the, 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 the stronger the pool and the bigger the object. And if it's far away, then it's going to be less likely to have a, a stronger, a stronger pool. Like, man, I wish I wish I had all of this, but um, no, I, this was, this was something that I th- thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed so much like in terms of something new i'm gonna have to put this on like as a one of the new shows that i discovered i thought this is elite this is incredible yeah completely completely agree right so uh any 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 last words no i think like um it was nice to revisit the old shows that we know all about but again like it's really nice to um uh, really nice to discover something completely new. I mean, it's a bit bittersweet in as much as like um, I used to love Alphabet Castle and I didn't think it was as good this time around. But that's just the way it goes, I guess. Um, yeah, but like great to watch like Schoolhouse Rock and stuff. Absolutely, like that. yeah. I'm sure, like for you American listeners, this is going to be like a great nostalgic trip for some of you guys and. Uh... Yeah, like this is this was we as 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 Brits, we thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it, and we hope that you enjoyed listening to us talking about programs of that nature that we enjoyed as a kid. And uh, yeah, on that on that note, bring it to an end. And um, yeah, we're going to continue on with the uh, sort of school slash educational theme as it's September, and uh, we're, we're going to have a little sort of interruption with that because we we've got the fiftieth episode coming up. So we're going to have a quite a special show on that one. So uh, stay tuned for all of that. And obviously stay tuned for the other schools-based TV programs that we're going to do. Yesterday's Capers is available wherever you get your podcast from. So give it a listen, like, share, subscribe, comment on the podcast platforms and do all of that. We're available on the socials on Facebook is facebook.com forward slash yesterday's capers on Twitter. It's yesterday capers on Instagram is yesterday's capers one. You can follow me on Instagram at Abdullah underscore Molim. You can follow me on Twitter at Abdullah Molim, all one word. Give me a holler. Give me a shout and uh, join us next week for another episode of yesterday's capers. Mr. Morton walked down the street. Mr. Morton walked Mr. Morton talked to his cat. Mr. Morton talked. Hello, cat. You look good. Mr. Morton was lonely. 
Mr. Morton was. Mr. Morton is the subject of the sentence, and what the predicate says he does.